0: There is something that I have been teaching for a long time to my clients, and it's called a grief toolkit, and it's a really powerful way to look at figuring out what you need and setting yourself up to be able to just pull from this toolkit anytime, and I was thinking, I haven't shared this on the podcast, and it's so powerful, everybody needs to hear about it, but... I thought, you know, Grief Toolkit, It. I don't know if it's the vibe that I'm trying to put out here, and so I was thinking and thinking, like, what else could I call it? How could I describe this same concept, but in a little more fun way um, that really fits with what we do here, and I was just thinking, and finally, like, boom, a light bulb hit, and I thought... Of course, we are going to call it the grief beach bag. Now, I want to welcome you to Smooth Stones. Why is my podcast called Smooth Stones? Well, I heard an analogy once of grief being like a rock in your shoe that is hard and sharp and jagged. And it's really, really painful at first. But as you go through the process of grieving and learning more about grief and learning to live with this rock, it starts to break off the edges and eventually it comes becomes smooth. And you just carry it with you as a reminder of the person that you're missing. And I really love this analogy and taking it with me because that's the journey I want you to go on. So wherever you are, I want you to be able to smooth out the rough edges in your life. It might not be grief, like maybe you've done pretty well with grief, but like there's someone in your life that's just driving you crazy or work is really hard or parenting is really hard, whatever it is. Let's let's smooth that out. And I chose the imagery and the colors and all the things that come with the beach because I think it's so soothing and so calming. And also waves are such a great analogy of grief. We talk a lot about grief waves and we talk a lot about how you know, sometimes it's smooth and sometimes it just feels like you are being beaten against those rocks. And, and so that's where we are. So I want you to mentally be at the beach. Think about the things that are painful, that are poking you, that are, you know, sometimes where was I last time? We must have been by a lake or something and I had flip flops on and there were these like super pokey uh, weeds there. And they were poking like right through my flip flop. We're going to try to get those out. Let's, let's really talk about going to the beach. Uh, Most of us like this, we would say, going to the beach is a good thing. I actually grew up, I grew up on the prairies. And now I live in the mountains, I have gotten to spend a little bit of time living in Central California and got to be by the beach and I loved it. It was a lot of fun, but it has its pros and cons. But when we talk about grief beach, like I said a minute ago, sometimes it might be really rocky. It might be cold. Uh, It might feel dangerous. Right. There are some places where there's like signs like you really don't want to go down here. There's rogue waves and um, or there's things in the water that can hurt you and you need to be really careful. But overall, I think when we envision the beach and we envision those waves, we think of the smooth sounds, the repeating sounds, the waves crashing and crashing. It's something a lot of us go to sleep to. Right. It's something that's soothing. And so I want you to imagine a trip to the beach as we talk about packing your grief beach bag because you are going to figure this out. Whatever your beach day kind of looks like, whether it's one of those like super windy days that is seems a little bit miserable um, or whether it's just perfect, if you have everything you need, you are going to feel so much more prepared. When you're ready for anything, your mind will be so much more at ease. And that's what I want for you. I want you to say, how can I make this easy? How can I make this fun? How can I make my life after loss easier? Because you've got a lot of hard things, but if you have the things you need in your bag, you're going to feel just that much more confident that you're going to be able to handle anything. I want you to make this really, really custom to you. Some people pack really light and minimal, stereotypically like men. They're going to have maybe their phone, their wallet, their keys. They're good. They'll go to the beach, right? My husband will even just wear shoes like he doesn't even carry. He, he doesn't think we need to bring anything. And I'm usually packing up in that department. But I have some teenage daughters and they have what are they called? Thread wallets. It's like a lanyard and it just fits like your debit card, your ID, it snaps on your keys. I mean, sometimes that might be what you need. And then there's people that are going to look like they're kind of like moving to the beach for a week or something. They have brought everything possibly with them. And that is okay too. Probably you're going to fall somewhere in the middle and it's going to adjust. That's the thing about grief. We need to be able to adjust. But having these tools is going to help you do that. Okay, so I am going to describe some essentials that I think are really important for everyone to pack. But like I said, make it your own. Um, And the funny thing is, as I went through these essentials that are in your toolkit, I, I probably have an individual episode on most of these tools. So go and check those out. But where you're really going to get some leverage and feel like you really have what you need in your grief beach bag, you're going to want to come and talk to me. Go to my website, smoothstonescoaching.com. Working with me is going to get you ready to go a lot faster and you're going to feel a lot more confident. Now, here are, I've kind of likened all of these essentials to things that we would have in a beach bag. I think it's fun to just think about it this way and it helps our brain uh, just really see it. I love visualizations. I love imagining myself at the beach. Now, first thing we want is sunscreen. Sunscreen protects us, right? When we don't have sunscreen... We are probably going to be in pain by the end of the day at the beach. And what I think your sunscreen is, is self-coaching. So if you've been listening, you know, we use the self-coaching model here and it helps us see that our circumstances are not the things that create our feelings, but our thoughts are. And there are lots of self-coaching tools when you have self-coaching, when you have a practice of journaling every day, or even thinking about it as you're on the go, or just noticing your thoughts and having more awareness, instead of just letting your brain run with whatever it thinks, you are going to protect yourself from pain. Like it actually protects you. Because you don't have to go through that roller coaster of feeling terrible and, and all the things and then finally coming back to some sort of peace. It's like you just have peace to begin with. Because you have the tools to see that the things that are happening around you don't have to affect you negatively. Like if you know who you are and who you want to be and what's important to you, you just get to live your life the way you want to. And that's what it is. Like you just put that sunscreen on and you're safe. You're not going to get a sunburn. So do yourself coaching. Then we have a towel. Um, I love to envision just like a big fuzzy towel all wrapped around you. And that tool is compassion. Compassion is like a big warm blanket. Being kind to yourself is, I I have to say, this has got to be one of the most important tools that you can have in life after baby loss. You have to be kind to yourself. And it's so easy not to be right? And just think of when you don't have a towel at the beach, Uh, you're going to have sand in your shorts, you're going to be cold, you're going to be wet. There's lots of reasons that a towel is really, really helpful. And so I want you to envision wrapping yourself in a big fuzzy towel and just leaning into self-compassion. Okay, a water bottle. This is what I am going to refer to as Essential self-care, really the basics of life, eating, sleeping, hydrating, um, you know, all those things we need to do to make sure our body is functioning, showering. Sometimes it's showering. That can go out the window when we're grieving. That can really be hard. And if you're having a hard time getting out of bed, you're having a hard time showering, please get help, get some support, talk to someone, tell them you're struggling. But we need to do those essentials to take care of our body, to take care of our nervous system, to be able to access the rest of these tools. So just like water is kind of the basis of keeping us alive and keeping us comfortable too right? Like if you go to beach all day and you have nothing to drink, it's not going to be very fun. We want to be replenishing ourselves and taking care of ourselves um, in that way. So don't skip the basics because it just makes everything harder. All right, then we have snacks and we could kind of compare this to nourishment, but I really wanted to compare it to joy. Things that bring you joy, the things that light you up, The things that are just fun. I think when we go to the beach, I mean, you're going to take things that everybody likes that are maybe different than your everyday. So just finding those sparks of joy and those little snacks, like your very favorite thing. Maybe it's your favorite gas station food or your favorite um, vacation food, right? What are those things that bring you joy in your life Don't forget to add joy. Because even when you're sad, you're allowed to be joyful too. And you got to pack it. You got to on purpose say, I am going to bring joy into my life. Last week, we talked about allowing and making room for magic. Bring it in. Let it be there. The next thing that will be in your grief beach bag is a book. Now, As a mom of living kids going to the beach, I don't generally get to just sit and read a book, but we did recently go on a trip with no kids and I did get to sit on the porch at our condo by the beach that we rented. It was our 20th anniversary trip and I got to just sit there and read a book and be quiet and it was awesome. (laughs) It's like heaven really, Uh, but for books, I want to compare that to knowledge, You want to be learning in grief. Like if you start reading grief books, you're going to start hearing the same things over and over and over. You're going to learn about grief. You're going to learn about finding joy. You're going to learn about so many things and not even just with grief, right? What other knowledge do you need? What do you need to know about your body? What do you need to know about your relationships? What do you need to know about, um, just so many things, things that interest you. I think learning and continuing to learn and gaining knowledge is so essential in life after loss. And again, sometimes we lose that, (laughs) like that desire to learn or that desire to um, try new things. It seems like it just goes away. So you got to bring it on purpose. You got to pack that book Even if you think I might not have time to read this, bring it with you. Have it there if you need it. Then I have hand sanitizer. Since even before COVID, I think this was a thing, but definitely after we have got all the hand sanitizers all over the place. And I want to compare this to washing off the yucky stuff. And this is something that you can do. And it's a tool that you can have on hand when things get messy when people say things when you know something bad goes down and it just feels ick and you want to wash it off and get rid of it you can do that right you have that power a lot of the times we want other people to fix it we want like everything to go perfectly we want to go back in the past whatever but you know what really You get to decide that. You get to put hand sanitizer on your own hands, on your own stuff, wash it off, and you do it for you because you're the one who benefits, right? You're the one who gets to have those clean hands that you're not worried about. And it's really powerful to just say, I can wash off the yucky stuff myself. I don't need to wait for anybody to change or for anybody to do anything, for the world to be different you just rub on some hand sanitizer. Okay. We also usually bring a change of clothes. And if you're like me, you're always going to have a sweater. If you're going to the beach, right, you just kind of assume, at least where I live on the West Coast, it's generally like kind of chillier by the beach most of the year. Uh, But yeah, you want to have a sweater, you want to have a pair of pants, you want to have like an extra pair of stuff if Um, you get wet, whatever it is. And this I want to compare to being adaptable. This is a skill you can learn. This is something I teach my clients because it's really easy to get stuck in a rut and feel like, again, that things have to be a certain way so you can be happy. But when you have the tool of being adaptable, when you know that no matter what the weather is, you've got it covered, you are going to feel so much lighter. You're going to feel so much more in control. So being adaptable, learning to go with the flow, it is a skill you can learn. It's not like some people are born this way and other people aren't. Uh, It really is something you can practice and you can learn. So I love that. And then it was funny, I was planning this and I thought, well, you know, you'd want to know where you're going on the beach. And I thought, oh, you should take a map. And then I thought it's 2023. Uh, Most people are not going to take a paper map in their bag to check out which beach they want to be at. But so maybe it's your phone or just um, something that's going to show you where to go. And I compare this to having a direction or having goals. We can't Just wander onto any beach anytime. Some are dangerous, some require hiking, some are rocky, some um, are messy, some are have naked people on it, right? You want to know where you're going, like, you want to find your way, you want to get to where you're going. So, if you want to be on the really pretty, clean, safe beach, you might need to look that up. And this is like having directions and having goals. If you don't know where you're going, how are you going to get there? Especially after loss, you still need to have goals. It might be a goal to get to the next minute or the next day or to get through the next milestone, but have goals. Have direction. That is a really important tool and it's something you can learn how to do. You can learn how to set goals. That's what I teach my clients. How do we set a goal? How do we get there? How do we make the steps? How do we keep going when it gets hard? You can do all of those things when you have that in your grief beach bag. And then I wanted to add like a shovel or boogie board or some sandcastle molds to bring some more fun. Right? We want to pack some fun things. We want to make room to put some toys in some entertainment, you know, maybe it's a volleyball, maybe it's whatever you like to do. But bring fun. This is a tool that you can learn how to have more fun, how to make life more fun and easy. So don't forget to pack the good fun things. And the last thing I wanted to just touch on is inviting friends or maybe wanting to be by yourself. Like I said, my dream, my piece of heaven was reading a book by myself um, on the beach. Even with my husband, he was taking a nap and I just got to sit outside by myself. Right, We were on an anniversary trip, but I was so happy because I am a total introvert. I love quiet. I love being alone. But you might not want to be alone. Maybe you want people around you. You want to bring people with you. You want lost mom friends to come with you on your journey. Um, You need support system, medical team, all of the things that you need, like all the people that you're thinking about inviting or what you want to do. I want to really compare that to knowing your energy. So sometimes... You want people with you, right? Or you're going to want, you're going to be able to handle a crowd or you'll be able to handle your family, your friends, different people in your life, depending on your energy. And then other times you're going to know that you need to go back to basics, right? You need to just have you and your water bottle there doing those basic things And that's where your energy is. And I think that's really, really important. Knowing your energy, and I do have an episode called Emotional Energy that kind of explains this, you got to know where you are and what you can handle and then adjust accordingly. Right? You don't need to be overwhelmed and you don't need to feel lonely. You need to know where your energy is, what you can handle, and kind of invite those people Again, these imaginary people that are coming to the beach with us um, and just, just take care of yourself. I think that's really, really important. And the best way to be packing up your grief beach bag and learning all these tools that go in there and figuring out what tools you need the most and how to use them and how to practice them and what to do when it kind of all goes sideways and um You know, everything feels like a mess. The best way to figure all of this out is to work with me. I have a few spots left for one-on-one coaching now um, in January to start working with me in my three-month program. And I want you to think what would be better in your life by springtime when we can go to the beach and really enjoy it. Who do you want to be? What do you want to have learned? What skills do you want to have? What what things do you want to have packed in your grief beach bag three months from now? It is such a powerful thing to do. It's a powerful thing to have. And I promise you, if you take this little analogy and build your own grief beach bag, pack it up with the things you need, you are going to feel so much better so much more at ease, so much more confident that you can handle whatever gets thrown at you. And that's what I want. We're not going to be afraid of what's happening outside of us. We're not going to try to control it. We're just going to take care of ourselves. We're going to learn the things we need to learn. We're going to bring the things we need to bring. And life is going to be so beautiful. I love you. I wish you all the best. I'm sending you hugs. And I will see you next time. Are you tired of feeling like your baby's death was somehow your fault? Go to smoothstonescoaching.com and get my free mini course, How to Stop Blaming Yourself After Loss.